Hey everybody, Casey Hendrickson here. You're listening to my podcast from my radio show from 95.3 MNC. Do yourself a favor and subscribe to my newsletter and my website at theburningtruth.us. Watch my video live stream of the radio show every afternoon, 3 until 6 Eastern Time at dlive.tv slash CaseyTheHost. And get my video content at rumble.com slash CaseyTheHost and odyssey.com slash CaseyTheHost. And if you're interested in supporting the show and getting premium content, go to special.tv and search for Casey Hendrickson. Enjoy the show. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson, and I am pleased to announce as we look at the usurper Biden White House and everything that they're doing with uh, gun control. We've talked about HR 127. I did the video breakdown of that. You guys have enjoyed that. Thank you very much for Uh, taking that and and sharing it. But um, we figured we'd bring in an actual expert instead of somebody who just plays one on the radio. Dr. A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart News is their Second Amendment correspondent. He's a great follow on Instagram as well. A.W.R., how you doing, man? Doing great, Casey. Great to be with you. So tell me, what should we expect going forward? Because now we've got a lot of rumors. We've got H.R. 127 out there, but we've got a lot of rumors about an executive action and and of course we've been down this road in the past under under the obama administration uh, i know that you've done a lot of breakdowns of hr 127 and some of the other things that might be coming as well what should we be looking out for well uh you know hr 127 as you know comes from representative sheila jackson lee she's also put forward hr 125 which would require a seven-day waiting period for all semi-automatic firearms. That means rifles and handguns combined. Uh, I'm going to be careful with what I'm going to say. I don't expect those to get a lot of traction, but I don't want anybody to rest because you're going to have to fight these by contacting reps and your senators constantly tell them to oppose them. I believe what you said, Casey, with the executive action, that's kind of what we need to keep our eyes open for. The good news is, Biden's extremely limited on executive action, and uh, they still could do some dangerous things. I mean, he could uh, he could do some things with importation of firearms. He could, with those actions, try to find loopholes in laws. He could expand on pre-existing laws, but that would almost mean he finds loopholes that Obama didn't find because they're both dealing with the same set of laws. So. We're going to have, uh, we covered it by about today, Senator Chris Murphy is going to put forward a universal background checks bill, which is what Biden called for on Sunday. And if Murphy does that in the Senate, and then you'll have uh, Mike uh, Thompson, Senator Mike Thompson, Democrat California, do that in the House. As far as legislation goes, now that's going to be the real threat, because they're going to be pushing universal background checks in both the House and the Senate. And Biden will sign that as soon as he hits his desk. So that's where our fight's going to be, and we're going to have to pose that tooth and nail. Now, what about something like a, a new version of an Operation Choke Point? Of course, President Trump took way too long, in my opinion, to officially end that. On the way out of the White House, he did. Um, this is something that affected my personal business, and I don't even deal with firearms other than making holsters and stuff, but I'm more on the knife side, and it, it dried up my business Uh, because nobody would be able to do payment processing for me for nine months. It almost killed us off. And I know that a lot of other places suffered a lot more than we did. So when we start running into, you know, potential executive actions, it's not just necessarily a ban or a restriction on on importation, but also potentially you have something where the financial institutions don't necessarily want to deal with these businesses anymore. 
Right. And I think that's that's such a valid point because and that is the way Democrats work. Uh when they can't get things done uh uh via voter support and so on and so forth, they always go back door. One of the easiest back doors to use agencies and regulation and rules that come from agencies to accomplish it. And so you gotta watch. Biden will be trying to put a we have a temporary director, an acting director in the ATF right now. He'll be trying to put a permanent director in and when he can do that, that will, he'll try to pick somebody, of course, who's going to be open to his views. And that all plays into what you're talking about, although the ATF you don't think of as financial. But those, what I mean, are those, those backroom appointments and those kinds of things that really don't get a lot of attention. That's where the danger will rise. And so we'll have to pay attention. I know that senators like Cruz and some others, they'll sound the alarm if that choke point gets fired up again and we're going to have to be watching for that so you raise a super valid point and it's one of the many things that we're going to have to be circumspect about if we're going to prevent our freedom from being stolen and again we're talking with awr from breitbart news do you see anything in hr 125 or hr 127 um and again i think we're all kind of on on board that you know we're not necessarily sure that these things are going to pass they're i mean you know it's it's razor thin i think right now with the senate but do we do we think that there's something that's going to come out of those aside from universal background checks because we know they always push that that they might pick out kind of piecemeal and put together a much smaller package that might be more attractive to even blue senators in red states or purple states well i mean always the quote-unquote assault weapons ban or quote-unquote high capacity magazine ban but the thing we know casey universal background checks won't work without a registration scheme and so what HR 127 does is provides a registration scheme in bold print. They could water that down a little bit and try to attach that scheme to a universal background checks bill under the argument that that's the only way it makes it workable. Uh, but you got to understand, Senator Chris Murphy, Connecticut, after the Las Vegas shooting in 2017, within a week he referred to universal background checks as the North star for Democrats, and he did that for a reason. If they can get those, they can get anything. And because once they get those, those lead to other gun controls. So I'm just telling you, if people are trying to think, where's the fight? There's the fight. And do not let your senators support universal background checks or your representatives support them without letting them first hear from you and knowing that you want those opposed. Historically, in the United States, we've seen support for gun control kind of go up, go down. Usually it's really high after there's a a very public incident that happens. But after the election, support for gun control was at record lows. And we obviously we know that over the past several years, especially during the pandemic, that a lot of anti-gun people went out and bought their first firearm. A lot of new gun owners out there. Do you think that helps the cause for the Second Amendment, or do you think they're going to go back into their old tribalist patterns and still support these things, thinking that it's not going to affect them as a, as a new firearm owner? I don't know. Now, a lot of what I'm going to tell you here is my opinion, but my opinion is it changes a person. Once they become accustomed to carrying a gun each day or keeping a gun in the car or keeping a gun on the nightstand, people, in, people enjoy a sense of independence in those moments that they've never enjoyed before. And it's hard to take that back once you take, it's almost like someone's been holding your head underwater and you fill up, you take that gasp of air. It's real hard 
to let someone push you back underwater after that. So I think more than not, uh, the 8.4 million first-time gun owners that popped up last year, they're not going to think the way they thought before last year occurred. And, you know, then we had the 2.2 million guns sold in January of this year. No telling what's happened in February. Those numbers aren't out yet. But I think as we continue to build on this momentum, it only helps us. And, uh, you know, the solution is always more good guys with guns, more good guys with guns. More, because the more good guys that have guns, the tougher the job of the bad guys is. And that's what we want. Absolutely. AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News. Always a pleasure. Thank you. And again, you got to follow his Instagram. It is very educational. Uh, I appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Casey. Great to be with you. All right. You too. And again, ladies and gentlemen, AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News. You can go find him online. And uh, his accounts on Instagram are private, so you have to send a request to him for uh, for a follow because of the content that he posts. But um, great stuff, very educational, highly, highly recommend it. And I just had somebody on the live stream saying, hey, I, I follow Breitbart News, not real familiar with all of their writers or, or columnists. Uh, AWR Hawkins is one of them that you need to have in a regular rotation, and you need to pay attention to it. He also brought up a really great point. You've got to call your representatives. You've got to call your senators because, you know, in the Senate, obviously things are basically a tie with the tiebreaker going to Kamala. And there's a lot of senators in those purple states or in those red states that are leaning for gun control. And if they don't hear from you, remember, they're in the beltway. They're in that bubble. They might think that it's acceptable now to support something like that. So you have to make a lot of noise and a lot of racket to remind them that there's going to be a political consequence if they go against your Second Amendment rights in Washington, D.C. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Thanks for checking out this latest podcast on a segment from my radio show on 95.3 MNC. Don't forget to check out my new website with store at caseyhendrickson.com. And if you want knives or custom Kydex holsters, go to my other website, asdefense.com. We'll catch you next time.